Welcome back to the Prayers Breathing Podcast. My name is Latoya. I want to thank you for listening and for subscribing. Hopefully you're already aware of the women's Bible study that I host every Monday night at 8 p.m. It's called the Equipping. So women, if you would like to be a part of a Bible study with other women that are hungry for God, we are going deep into the word and it has been so good. So make sure you register at www.equip.com eventbrite.com that's www.equip.eventbrite.com i would love to see you monday nights virtually via zoom at 8 p.m so today i just want to share with you and remind you that god knows every detail of your life and so whatever you are facing whatever you are going through do not give up do not quit do not allow unbelief to come into your heart begin to trust God again, seek the Lord, understand that God knows his thoughts towards you and his thoughts towards you are good and not evil. So we're going to take a look at Psalm 139. And I'm just going to read most of this chapter to you. And it's so good. And I pray that you uh, listen and you're able to receive this into your spirit. And maybe it's a familiar chapter that you've already read before, but we're going to go through it again and listen and receive the word of the Lord. All right. So Psalm 139. It says, Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Listen, even when you feel misunderstood, even when you're trying to learn things about yourself or you feel like you don't always fit in or you don't always belong, understand that God knows every detail about your life. He knows all of your ways. He knows who you are. And so you can run to him. You can sit at his feet. You can stay in his presence because he knows you and he cares for you. Verse four says, for there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You have helped me You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into the heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. Let me pause and say this. Even in every season of your life, God is with you. And so David says, where can I go from your spirit? And if you are backslidden on today or you feel far away from God, there is no place that you can run that God is not there, that God is not with you. You simply need to come back to him. Come back to his presence, come back to his heart, sit at his feet. And then verse eight says, if I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. And this making my bed in hell phrase represents the things that you've done or we've done that we knew were wrong. And so when David uses this and he says, if I make my bed in hell, even the things that were actually your fault, God is still there. He's still with you. If you repent and you come back to him, he is there. And so David had this confidence that even when he messed up, he would go back to God. He trusted the Lord, even in his weaknesses, even in his brokenness, he knew that God was with him. Verse nine says, if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there, your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as the day, the darkness and the light are both alike to you. So this means that there's no darkness in God. Darkness and light are the same to him because he is God. 
Verse 13 says, for you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. This gets into the intimacy with God that he forms us even in our mother's womb. Okay, this is powerful. It definitely speaks to life in the womb. So I love God because God forms us even when we're not um, born yet. And so you have to understand this concept. And then verse 14 says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. This also speaks to the womb. Verse 16 says, your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they all were written the days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. So this is saying that all of our days were written. All of his days were written, even when there were yet none of them. This goes back to pro-life in the womb. This goes back to God speaking life even before David was born. Okay. Verse 17 says, how precious also are your thoughts to me, O God, how great is the sum of them. Whatever you are thinking about today, do not listen to the lies of the enemy. God's thoughts towards you are great. If you are his son, you are his daughter. His thoughts towards you are good. Don't walk around believing that God is always ready and wanting to um, throw fire and brimstone from heaven. That's not his desire. The Bible says that his will is that none should perish. And so God wants to be in communion with you. He wants you to be in right standing with him. And so we have to be in a place where we understand the heart and the nature of God. Does God bring judgment? Absolutely. Does God bring justice? Absolutely. Does God punish sin? Absolutely. But God is not just waiting for you to mess up. He's not waiting for you to fall. He is long suffering. He's patient. He's slow to anger, the Bible says. And so it's important that we understand the heart of God. And then we go back into this verse in verse 17. It says, how precious also are your thoughts to me. Oh God, how great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I'm still with you. And so we bless God because he has so many thoughts towards us. And so we thank God because he's with us, even when it doesn't feel like it. And this is where we can surrender all that we have to God. We can lay everything at his feet. So when we understand who God is and we understand who God is to us, we can easily surrender everything to him. You don't have anything to hide. Go to the Lord in prayer, confess your sins, confess your faults, allow the Holy Spirit to bring to your remembrance anything that is not of God and begin to be purged. And I love what David says in Psalm 139 verse 23. He says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties and see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. This is how we humble ourselves knowing that, hey, you don't have it all together. You still need the Holy Spirit to search you and to search your heart. And because God knows us so well, it's so great that he searches us. He goes into the depths and the areas of our lives that we may not even have full understanding of. But I'm just sharing this with you because in this next season, in this next hour, my prayer is that you will grow and you will grow, grow closer to God, that you will not shy away. You will not try to hide 
but you would grow in prayer. You would grow in intimacy with the Lord and you would grow in your understanding and knowledge of who God is. And so, um, it's so good to revisit and review God's thoughts towards us, because when we understand God's thoughts towards us, it makes us want to love him more. And so understand that God knows you. He knows your name. There's also a verse that talks about the very number of hairs on our head being numbered. And so we can trust that God is a God of details and he knows the end from the beginning. He knows it all. He even knows our thoughts from afar off, the Bible says. And so we can trust in him. So God, I just thank you right now for every person that is listening to this podcast. I pray, oh God, that you would just minister to their hearts. Let them know that even if they make their bed in hell, you are still there. Let them know, oh God, that you know their thoughts, you know, they're rising and they're sitting down. God, you know, every detail. And so father, I thank you right now. I thank you for intimacy. Your word says, who can ascend into the hill of the Lord? He that has clean hands and a pure heart and has not lifted his soul to an idol. And so father, I just thank you right now that we are ascending. And in order to ascend into the hill of the Lord, God, you have to search us and purge us and cleanse us. Oh God, so that we can see your glory and your power. Hallelujah. In Jesus mighty and matchless name. So be encouraged. Do not listen to the lies of the devil. Be encouraged. Know that God has not forgotten you. God knows your name and God wants to commune with you. And so be encouraged. Also, if you have any prayer requests, feel free to send those prayer requests to uh, prayer is breathing at gmail.com. You can also follow prayer is breathing on both Instagram and Facebook. And if you have any prayer requests, feel free to send those prayer requests over to prayers breathing at gmail.com. We would love to pray for you any way that we can. God bless you. Walk in victory, pursue God like never before, and just stand with him and be seated at his feet. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to tune in again next week.